Let's get you ready to then come into my world and let's work some magic together. What's up, folks? Welcome to Stacks with Rax. I'm your host, Rax, intuitive life and business mentor, working deeply with the human behind the six-figure business. Tune in every Wednesday to hear me shoot the shit on life and business. All right, let's go. Hello. So I figured since this is a get real with racks, the theme will literally be get real because what better a theme? And that can mean anything for you guys. That could be getting real with yourself about where you're at, what you're feeling. It could be getting real with your marketing, getting real with what you want next in your life, what you want next internally, anything that feels good for you. And I figure we'll do like a Q&A. So I'll just go for it and you can ask me whatever. And then after we'll just open it up and we'll all just have a group chat. First, why don't you just say your name and briefly a bit about you and then go right into your question. So how can I help you? First of all, I just want to say how grateful I am for this experience here. It came in such a perfect time when I'm literally experiencing multiple level limbos. And right today, I had nobody from high level to share it with. And it just popped out, you know, with you. And I thought, okay, so I just have to be here. And so first of all, super grateful for the space and for you to open up and listen. Okay, so my name is Nadia. I currently live in the UK, but I'm from Eastern Europe, Moldova, and my mother tongue is Russian. So I used to be in the English speaking space for some time, but then after I really missed my mother tongue, I went back into the Russian market and for the past two years I've been there and I can't leave it (laughs) yet. It just keeps me. It's been really like quite successful ever since it came in. In the past year, I've grown so much like internally in my mastery and external numbers as well, you know, in the amount of people who I work with and the kind of people who reach out to me in the money and everything like that. And even though that has happened in the past month, I got really real with myself and tried to calibrate myself the same way I do with my clients. And I asked myself, okay, so what is now the equal exchange of what I put out there into the world and who is the person who is supposed to be receiving this? after noticing a huge growth that I've been through. And uh, it turned out that my prices has to go at least 4x up. Otherwise, my energy just literally cuts me off. I can't do it anymore. And that's just the beginning. I mean, 4x just today to equal where I'm at. But next year, like going in 2023, it probably will go 10x more from these 4x again. That's how I actually value what I do to myself. You know, like what I see it creates as a ripple in the world. And with that being said, I have already announced a mastermind, right? For the next two months. I wanted to only just start the masterminds as a format because I used to be doing other group experiences before. So I decided for the first round to do it only for eight weeks, like two months for people to get a taste of it and then go like three, six and 12. So right from the new year, open up for a longer time. And I've announced it already. I've announced the prices so far before they rose, right? And then in the process, I feel this like 
up here. So I let the world know already what happened to my prices in one-on-one. I just literally said it out loud. Like that's what the pricing is right now. And I said that, okay, next year things are coming. This is what it's going to be. And because I announced one puzzle, basically stepped into the future. But a few puzzles from the past haven't yet recalibrated. So I also said that, okay, with the mastermind, I'm going to keep my word and we're going to do it exactly how I announced. So please guys jump in. But anyways, there is some sort of hiccup that's almost like under calibrated or something that I have only one person sign up in the VIP in this mastermind for the next eight weeks. And the rest, they're in the limbo and I'm in the limbo and I'm almost standing in the way of myself. Basically, it's not going through and... (laughs) And it makes me feel like, fuck, I don't want to do it with just one person. I want to open it up. So what the hell do I not see to tune correctly in myself for it to go through, you know, to move and for the group to actually form. And strategy wise, I recently finally allowed myself because I love opening up a perspective on things that is slightly wider than everyone else sees with what I do. And I launched my first masterclass two weeks ago, just with a topic that I thought. And in just one day, 30 people signed up and I thought, whoa, that's sick. It was just extremely cool. And I said, okay, so this is the early bird price. And then it will go much, much higher if you want to buy it from my website. And even afterwards, people reached out and fucking asked how to buy it from the website because it was that good. Like, honestly, I enjoyed it so much. And I thought, okay, that is really my style, just to spit out how I see, get the people and allow them to touch me and then move forward. And whether I should go for the second masterclass right now, which was my plan anyways, like to help this transition and finish it up or what the fuck is the right strategy outside and inside as well for this transition to actually happen in the right way. Because while I'm figuring it out. I feel that sometimes my energy gets cut off. I'm not the person who is experiencing lack of energy in the past years, even though I have two children. I've been really active in my business and everywhere. I've been on top of it. But now I know that this is for a reason. It's just like unplugging me. Yeah, let me interject here. So I want to ask you, what is the energy that you created that masterclass in? Like, how did it come to you? And what was that process like? When it hit you, you're like, masterclass. How did it feel? Oh, it felt absolutely amazing. The energy was extremely high power. I was just there like beaming myself in that masterclass. I just did it the way I did it. And the amount of reposts that I had to do afterwards and the amount of feedback that people wrote me was insane. So dial it back into you. Where you actually had your masterclass, what was the energy that came through you that was like, I got to do the masterclass. And then you went and something happened. What happened? while you were preparing to do it okay it was one of those moments when you just feel illuminated i just see it right the second i just went out there just launched it basically let them know that i'm going to be doing it and this is how and this is why here's where you can sign up so it was just very high the most illuminated energy right okay what's your human design also i think it's five two generator five two Yeah. Okay. There's so much beyond that within channels. And I don't just focus on human design. We actually have a human design expert in here, Ruthie. Hi, baby. So generator, like you're meant to feel that satisfaction in your work, right? So I wonder what was it like when you were putting together this mastermind, the one that you're having the tension around? What was that like? 
How did it compare to the creation process of your masterclass? So basically, before in the past two months, in September and October, I led two deep dive groups where I gathered up to 12 people. And essentially what I did within a week was just a fraction of what the mastermind would be. We had a deep dive with every single person and the group was the mirror. And then we had the rest of the week for integration for questions and answers and things like that. And that deep dive experience was, again, just mind blowing. I loved it so much. I was so focused and so happy and so penetrative that the results that happened after one session with each of these 12 people were mind blowing. Literally, people told me they invested years in therapy and they weren't able to get to where we went in this just one session. And they were 12 in a row. So I felt so inspired and I thought, fucking hell, this is amazing if I was able to multiply that and put it in a mastermind, like, you know, continue basically in longer term. However, there was one hiccup in moment. So after I've done what I've done, I realized because basically my intention also with the deep dives was to help people transition, like taste it out and then move forward. With these 12 people that I did in a week, I felt that the amount of my input in there and the amount of money that I get in return was out of this worldly unequal. So I thought it must have cost much more than it was. And my body started resisting in a way like, oh, shit, is this how much I'm going to be putting out there from myself? And this is how much I'm going to be receiving in return. So, yeah, that was one of the like hiccup moments, even though I loved it all, like the equality moment, you know? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is there's a little bit of maybe resentment or bitterness around the way that you've been going about the structure of your offers. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. going into this next mastermind, I would ask where you brought that resistance in or that resentment or the feelings of like, it's not equal or something feels off. Like, where are you bringing that tension through? Because it feels like you're amazing at what you do. There's no question about that. What it sounds like is that there's a huge disconnect or you brought some of that resentment potentially over into this mastermind. Are there shoulds around it? What is going on internally when you're actually moving through this? Because we want it to move from a clean energy place. We can't create something that we love and have it muddled with dirty energy. And I say dirty energy, like there's no bad energy, but the ones that don't allow us to move in alignment. Yeah. So do you sense any tension or resentments or bitterness towards this mastermind? Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Okay, so there's two things actually. So first, even with the deep dive groups, I had a blast with them, even within the Q&A part. Like I've never had activity as active as fuck, basically. So the amount of activity that they were creating the group and the amounts that I was just coming and responding at some point I felt like this is over the top like this hasn't been paid for I can't continue doing this and I think I haven't yet learned to set a boundary like is this a one-on-one essentially like how much I'm giving into here or is this a mastermind in the group thing so that's what I'm learning in here because I'm just such a giver I would never stop you know in that sense that's one Can I interject and ask a question? Yeah. Do you believe that people are going to pay you for your time? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Because there's some sort of disconnect where people are joining a group 
regroup. And then you're feeling resentful over the fact that you're giving so much, but nothing really is coming out of it, or you're not getting exactly what you're hoping for. You said, I'm only seeing one person in my mastermind, which sounds like there might be some sort of fear around not being appropriately paid underneath it all. Like we're still operating on the surface level in this talk. So dig deeper into what's going on. Mm -hmm. Is anything popping up? See, that's the problem that it's connected with the transition that I'm going through. So before I realized that the prices are rising and that's the limbo period, it felt okay. But right now I'm just doing it because that was my word and I want to get my word to the end. Okay. So I had this conversation with my client literally yesterday. You have your word and these are standards that you've set for yourself. And I totally understand that and I totally respect that. And here's where I think the industry gets it a little bit fuzzy. Yeah. Is it okay for you to change your mind to realign and get in congruence with where you are now? What's going on? Mind, body, soul, like literally getting congruence again. Is it okay to alter your mind, change your perspective so that you can get back into that congruence? Because that's where the energy is going to come through. Have you always been this person who felt like they had to stick to their word, like their word is law? Where have you been in circumstances in your life where maybe you felt like I didn't keep promises to myself or I didn't keep promises to other people. And now I stick by it. I live by it. And that's who I am as a person. Definitely. There was a part in my life where basically I was just do what I want, you know, change my mind, whatever. So yeah, that was there. But to be honest, I think the moment when it realigned, I think we've been there together when we were the VIP Shosh Day, remember? So there was some moment when she literally put it out. So be the woman of your word. And that stuck with me. And I just literally took it and I thought, this is really fair. So if you do decide on something, just keep your word. And that's what I've been going with since. Yeah. And you know what? It's a really beautiful sentiment also, but it doesn't take into account the human experience and doesn't take into account where you are now and who mm -hmm. you are now, right? Because sometimes we're just blindly following something and we're like, I said I was going to do it. And even though things change inside of us and around us, and then we're following something because we said we would do it, but it's actually no longer in line with the way in which we want to proceed in our life, in our business, whatever, right? What would happen if you changed your mind? Change my mind, meaning in any sense, right? Like raising my prices now or changing my mind about the whole mastermind and things. The thing is just the thing. I want to get you to tell me what you're experiencing of the thing because it mastermind this, that, it doesn't matter. It's literally like you're going to interpret in different ways. So what would happen if you change your mind in anything? Things would just change, I guess. I mean, they would just go after my mind. <laughs> tell me more. Well, yeah. Okay. So I feel like I'm standing with one foot in the old world of mine and with one foot in the new world of mine, right? I've already like set a first brick in there. Yeah. And I know that there is people in my audience and not only in my audience, I mean, in my field, there is people who are literally craving for me and to work with me and genuinely some leaders in the industry. Some of them already reached out to me. Some of our common acquaintances told me that they have been recommending me like for them to work with me. But where I'm at right now, it's just like they can't even receive at these price points. They have to be way higher. These are like completely different level of people. And I realized that I'm super happy with that, but I'm already one foot there. But at the same time, one of my feet is here 
And if I did this transition now, I would definitely have to go through a limbo and I would definitely have to lose even who's there. So probably this mastermind would not feel at all because the reality will take just a little bit of time. Maybe that's just my mind speaking. I really don't know. To manage after the energetic shift. To me, it's like you could potentially, maybe not arbitrarily sticking to something because you feel like it's something you might have to do or something that is the natural progression. It feels like there's somewhere else you want to go or there's something else that you want to do. And the one foot in, what are those things you're hanging on to still? I don't know. Within this two months, let's say, by the end of the year, I still want to basically gather the fruit of my work, which is at this level, that can be the fruit of my work that I gather, you know? And if I move immediately right here, I lose this results because that's what I believe at least right now, because these people just won't join and they could have joined. We could have passed this limbo together to the next level. I could have made the money. I could have had the blast working with them because that's what I love doing. But if I did change, I feel like I could have lost it all right now. What would you be losing? What is there to lose? That's a good question, really. Why am I losing (laughs) doing it and what am I losing not doing it? Well, in my mind, I would be losing the money right now. And there is a layer of people like that who could have gone with me up there together within these two months. Where do you desire to be? Where do you actually want to be? There where I'm going next. I really desire to be there. Do you have half in energy? Are you all in on this new place? Because to me, it sounds like you're holding on. I am holding on to this right now. No, I'm not all in yet. You know, my mind tells me the story that I would be all in after this mastermind. That's the story of my mind. So two questions. What is holding you back from moving all in? And also, could it be possible that this mastermind was birthed from you trying to bridge the gap, but it's not truly where you want to be? And maybe by dissolving it or turning it into something else, you could Mm -hmm. actually get towards that desire on the other side. Because there's probably a bigger reason why, you know, one person in is amazing, but you're used to multiple people over and over and over and over. And to me, that kind of feels like it's just a you thing, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're one foot in, one foot out, what would it look like for you to be going all in on the next place that you want to be? Yeah, that's basically what I'm coming to the point within myself. It would be completely calibrating and just emanating this new energy here and now in everything that I do and everything that I say. Just like being that person now. Yeah. What's the energy that you are holding on to now? Because what I'm hearing is the lack. Yeah. I'm holding on the lack. You're holding on to what feels like scraps. Like this is what's easy. This is what I can get. This is what is normal. This is what I've had. And so I'm going to keep on going towards that thing, put out things that are in line with that thing. But you're like grasping on both sides. It's like pulling you like this. I know. That's exactly what it is. Ripping me off. Fucking hell. So what needs to go? The scraps, obviously. What are the scraps? Mm, Me holding on to the idea that I'm losing anything at all, for one. Mm -hmm. And it almost feels like if I went both fit in energetically in the first place, obviously, because that's where it starts. And I was just like, okay, I'm already here. I'm not going anywhere. This is what I am here. This is what I am emanate. This is what I live. This is what I feel. This is what I say. This is how I show up. And just leave the link, basically, here and there for whoever feels it, whoever is ready to jump in if they wanted to. 
and allow the space, I guess, to lead me to show. Even if the people join, fantastic. If they don't, on the other side, like in my mind, I literally have a plan. I want to create seven short products because there is so many people who want to work with me and literally I can't get everyone. And I realized they just want to get started somewhere. They're not even ready to work with me full term. And I put it into seven products. They can go one after the other to go through the process on their own pace. And also three days ago, it was literally mind blowing. You know, one of those things that when you see it, you realize, how could you not see it before? (laughs) So I literally saw the fundamental, you know, main program of mine that just needs to come through me and come into the world because this is what people are asking. And if, yes, it did happen that people didn't feel the mastermind, I would just have all this free time to fucking create these programs. Yeah. There's some benefit you're getting from staying in both lanes right now. And I think it's more of a safety thing. I think it's more you feel safe straddling the line, but there needs to be a leap over this line, right? That tug of war will stop and you'll notice it start to pour in. Like I can tell this mastermind is just an afterthought and there's nothing wrong with that. It means that it's not the thing right now. It's in the lag category. Yeah. And so you're talking about stepping into this person and you're talking about like, what if I just show up and am that person and be that person? And then I put up my link. Where have you been stopping yourself from being that person right now? Because it sounds like you have pressure around selling and marketing a product or that there's some sort of disconnect there. It's like you want to be this person and you are this person, but something is blocking you from just going. Well, to be honest, this last transition only just happened like a month ago. I've been really going deep within myself and we came to a distortion, literally a distortion in my mind that helped me from the school time. That was the reason why all the way until now, I was more like, you know, investing and helping big people with big projects on the inside, not showing up as like, come on, this is actually me. Uh, full up so that only happened a month ago when I cut this energetic cord and like figured out the distortion and um, why I'm not showing up like that now I actually am I actually am so on my Instagram the way I show up the way I lead the way I go live the things that I speak about this is the new me who's speaking these things this is the new me I know it you know just this last little bit here that kind of like if I can I don't know something stuck you know what to me it sounds like the illusion of being stuck I don't think you're stuck at all based on everything you've told me I don't think you're stuck even in the slightest I think you know exactly what the fuck to do and I think you know exactly who the fuck you are and the last little piece is cutting that cord that attachment you have to these past people these past offers these past things and just finally letting it lay So that you have this openness, you have so much more energy to create what you want to, to speak as you want to. Like, that's the only thing that I feel is a disconnect. I don't think you're stuck at all. I didn't either. But to be honest, it was my body that showed me. Mm -hmm. So in the past two weeks, yesterday, and like one time before, it was the time when I literally felt like unplugged from electricity. And that doesn't happen very often to me. I know that I'm just like somewhere I got stuck and I need to what? get back. Into myself. What was the trigger? Well, first time 
in the deep dive group, I just kept seeing the messages coming and coming and coming and coming, which normal me would come and listen to them and respond. And I felt like I can no longer do that. I literally feel blocked from even entering this group because of how much I already gave. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. So that was the point and where I realized, okay, at least my one-on-one prices, this is what they are. It came out immediately and I let everyone know like that's what they are from now on. And this time around, what was the trigger is the mastermind. And it's not even that big, you know, I just wanted nine people in for this one time because I want to be very intimate with everyone, three of which are VIP. And I thought essentially like, fuck, these spots should have been filled fucking ages ago. What's going on? Come on, guys. Like, are you serious? Yeah. And you know what? I guarantee it's not the thing itself. It's how you feel about the thing itself and where you're going and your capacity and your energy that you have for the thing. And so like, you're literally not stuck. It's Mm -hmm. just you cutting the cords with those things that no longer feel like a reciprocal energy exchange. And I think once you do that, you're going to feel this relief, this openness to create. You're going to feel like so much better about being you and receiving as you instead of being this version of you and still receiving as the past you. Absolutely. Oh my God, Rox, I love you so much. Honestly, you're such a badass. Like what I feel in my body, what's happening, like I know what it is. I know the calibration. I know that I do it with my clients and I really appreciate when someone is able to do that with me too. It's just almost like when the spinal cord is brightened by the osteopath and the energy flows through. I just literally feel finally the electricity going to my head. Yes, I'm so happy. You so got this. And sometimes the problem is that we think we have a problem and that it's bigger than it is. And sometimes it's not. And it's just so simple. Do you feel completion? Yeah. Thank you so much for that. So welcome. Okay. Who wants to go next? I will. Yay. (laughs) I knew it, Michelle. (laughs) I think as I was listening to Nadia, I was like, oh, I see some of my stuff in here too, which is why I love these type of things because that always happens. But really what my intention was to come in here and ask for guidance on is since we did that seven day up through now, I've kind of realized come to the deep clarity that I just don't find joy in doing the lower level stuff. And the audience that I have right now wasn't even responding to lower level stuff. I don't know in particular that the audience that I have now is the right audience for higher level stuff. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, my joy comes from taking people into a one-on-one container where it's an ongoing space for us where they can come to me. I'm a 5-1 manifesting generator, emotional. I'm a triple Pisces, quad right, like for any of you who understand what any of that stuff is. So (laughs) you can kind of see why the lower level, like, Nadia was saying the energy that I was outputting for the stuff that I was offering just felt so gross and heavy and was not bringing me joy at all. And I know that my gift lies in somebody having access to me where they can come and say, here's what I'm experiencing. I can go immediately to their blueprint. I work with the gene keys mostly, but also taking into account the astrology and the human design because they're all little puzzle pieces that work together. And I can go right in there and find where it is and then help them kind of reframe. Here's what you're experiencing through this particular shadow and this particular placement and how it's expressing itself in your life. And here's how we can shift this perspective. Not to be like egoic, but I'm really good at that. (laughs) That's where my genius lies. So I really wanted to just make the shift into 
figuring out how to talk to those high level and expressing that when you're working with me, don't come to me and expect that I'm going to give you a typical reading because I'm not a human design reader, gene keys reader. That's not what I am. I have my own unique way of synthesizing all of this stuff and helping you see how it's really practical in your life. So I'm struggling with the language to express that and be able to draw in an audience that is appropriate for that type of stuff. As far as my product suite goes, the way I've kind of scaffolded what I'm creating now is also kind of like Nadia was saying, I have a desire to create some foundational, just smaller tastes where people, if they don't already have a solid foundation in the systems that I use and desire to learn it through my energy, they can piecemeal it together at their own pace. And then when they're ready to come into that one-on-one container or eventually the signature program that I'm creating, then they'll be able to do that. So I'm in the process of that now. And what I've been doing is, and I have one tonight, I'm offering live little workshops so I can record the foundational pieces. They get it live one time. And then I offer a little bit of integration support after the workshop. So they'll get some follow-up stuff to help them integrate it because that's the whole point of it. And then once it's live, once it goes into my vault for pre-recorded little mini courses that will all lead up to the signature program that I'm planning on running like three times a year. And then ultimately the goal is to have them in ongoing one-on-one containers. So trying to figure out how to draw in an audience that that's going to be appropriate for and the languaging around that and just kind of making that transition. Because I know what I was doing before was I was trying to do all the things that everybody else was doing. And I realized some of the stuff I was sharing isn't meant to be my actual offer. They're just tools that I use within my actual offer. At this point, I'm like, all right, how do I make the leap to the next level? First off, I want to say that night and day, how it feels to be in your world. I don't know if you feel the switch, but like I've seen the switch and I feel it myself. And it's like confidence. It's like, I know what the fuck is up. You know, I get that vibe from you so much. So first, I want to honor you in that. Thank you. (laughs) Before we dive into language, because that's on the surface, right? I want to know what is your definition of high level? When you think of a high level client, who are you talking mm-hmm. about? To me, what that is, is somebody who's just ready to do things differently in their life and stop being the victim like, oh, life is happening to me and this is just the way mm-hmm. that it is or I have to show up the same way everybody else is because that's the way the world works. And sometimes you just have to suck it up and do that. Those aren't my people. My people are like, okay, I recognize that I'm creating unnecessary frustration or anger, bitterness or disappointment in my life. And I'm ready to figure out how to shift that. Mm -hmm. Like I specifically started using certain words, like I'm going to use those trigger words that are directly connected to what it is that I'm wanting to help move them through. So it'll start resonating more and becoming more familiar. So somebody who has an understanding and is already working within their boundaries of their energy type. They know what that is, or they're willing to start there and experiment with there to get to where I want to be able to just be like, oh, somebody's having this experience in their day. Let me message Michelle and she can help me reframe this and move through it quicker. Yeah, I totally get that. So what is the gap that you're perceiving? Like you're perceiving that there's some sort of gap 
something that you're not doing that you need to be doing? Is there a gap? Are you noticing feedback from people that aren't your people? Like, what is it? I think it's mental assumptions that I'm making based on the fact that when I was offering lower ticket items, people aren't responding to it, which is why I also said, you know, maybe the people are in my audience. I'm just not communicating to them the right way to work with me. But I also know that there's a much bigger audience out there for me that is waiting to work with me. I just need to somehow make that connection with them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I think there's two elements. I think there's probably the internal element where you feel like you're projecting your own idea of what might be happening, which actually might not even be the case. But then also the external of like, yeah, we could tweak a few things. Like we could add a bit better language. Totally. But my thought or my question for you is, how are you experiencing your audience? Are you trusting your audience? Like, do you actually have full trust in your people? In what element? (laughs) Because the way that I'm experiencing my audience is that I'm not experiencing them because I'm not getting interaction. Like I'll put up polls or I'll ask questions or whatever, and I get crickets. And I know a lot of that is people just scroll through Instagram stories or whatever. So I know that there's a percentage of that. But if somebody is really interested in doing the work with me and interested in what I'm talking about, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible to flip that initial switch to say, hey, I'm paying attention to what you're saying. I don't know that I trust them or even distrust them because there's no interaction. And I'd like to have the interaction so then I can have something to respond to. All I'm responding to now is crickets. So to me, what that translates to mentally is that I'm not having the right conversations. That's going to then get them to respond back to me. So then there can be a response back. So my response is something's off. I need to tweak something to get response. Right. Okay. And there very well could be like I could think of a million external strategies that you could implement and things that you could change. But also you mentioned the word trying a lot. Like I'm trying to say the right thing. Like what if you already knew the right thing to say and you just weren't allowing that to come through because you're trying to fit some mold of how you're supposed to be? Yeah, I think I've been intentionally using different language that feels more fun for me to use and more authentic to the conversation. And still getting some of the same results. However, once I've made the switch of intentionally using different languaging and starting to talk specifically to what I want to have deeper conversations on. And then I also realized that my gifts really come through when I can telegram chat back and forth because that's when my channel opens up and stuff organically comes through. So I changed my one-on-one offerings to all include either a Zoom session plus the follow-up stuff or just the Telegram voice coaching. And as soon as I changed that, I immediately had somebody sign up for it. And they're taking advantage because I made it very clear. I said, look, I've intentionally added these three days so we can continue this conversation and I can allow my channel to continue to support you and anything that comes up for you. So I have been intentionally making specific shifts that I'm starting to see little baby steps I just want to quantum push that shit forward. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like you recognized that there was a piece of you that needed to come forward that actually wasn't trying to whatever. It's like, no, this is the thing that is in alignment with me to talk about. This is the way I said it. This is the way it feels good. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, how do I amplify that? Yeah. So it's like, what were you doing at the time? What were you talking about? What were you thinking about? How were you feeling? What was your audience? Because they obviously responded to you in that moment. So what can we take from that moment? 
Yeah. I think it just comes down to where I'm seeing things shift is when I share real life stuff, which is the intention behind the podcast that I'm starting is to be able to tell the real life stories because that's what they're experiencing in their real lives right now. And what's going to make an impact for them is telling those short little like, Hey, here's what happened for one of my clients. Hey, here's what's happened for me for this. So they get little taste of it. And in the meantime, before I'm able to get the episode started, I've started kind of sharing that within my Instagram stories. And I think that that's making it more relatable to people and just sharing that on a consistent basis. Totally. I feel like there's a really intuitive part of you. Like you're obviously a very intuitive person, but like there's an intuitive part of you that knows what you want to say. And maybe in the moment you try to shut it down or think like it has to be more this way or it has to be more that way. Instead of really being like, no, I feel this and it feels right and I'm trusting it and I'm moving towards it. And I'm going to say it. And you have literal proof of what happens when you do that, which is people respond. All these things are happening. And so it's like, where can I trust myself more and trust those intuitive nudges that are coming through? And also, how can I trust my audience more to get it, to understand me, to be on the same wavelength with me with what I'm putting out into the world? Because otherwise, then you're just trying, 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 trying. And it's like, you're trying all these things, but it's not you. And it doesn't feel authentic to you. And it doesn't feel real to you. It's like... The trying becomes fluff. And I'm trying to cut out the fluff and just get right to it. (laughs) You cut out the fluff. You cut out the fluff. Like, that's the thing, right? Just get right to the freaking point. And high-level clients. So (laughs) this is not in the attempt of trying. This is just in recognizing who you want to be beside. Who do you want to sit beside in a room? Yeah. What are their characteristics? Forget avatar bullshit, you know? There's a time, but not right now, not here. (laughs) So who do you want to sit beside? Like, I want to sit beside you because you have all the characteristics of the human that I want to be beside and be working with and be helping. So who is that person? That is high level. Instead of thinking about the language that you have to use, it's like, what are the characteristics of the human? I just want to sit by people who don't have excuses. Like, I don't want to hear about why, oh, that's woo or that's not going to work or this is just the way that it is or, oh, that's fine for you, but that's not going to work for me. If that's what your perspective is, then you're right. It's not going to work for you. I want to be with people who are like, tell me all the things. I want to experiment with this. I want to experience my own version of what you're experiencing and what the other people that you're working with are experiencing. I have no excuses. I realize I'm human and I'm going to fumble a little bit along the way and forget that I don't have excuses, but I'm going to get back on it because this is a different way of experiencing life. And I don't like what I see going on out here. So I want to figure out a different way to do it. Where is that conversation? I was just on your social media. (laughs) Um, I guess I haven't said that publicly I've been starting to have it in individual conversations. And as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, every time I've said that, they're like, yeah, you need to say that publicly. That's what people need to hear. It's like, knock, 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 Michelle, I'm here. I know exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. So that's exactly it, right? It's like all these things that you're telling me are things that need to come through. And these are very personal stories. They can be personal stories, but they can also be observations. But do you fear your own truth? Um, I think I did a lot more before than I do now. And I think that's because as I've started saying exactly what I just said to you to other people, I'm like, fuck yeah. And they're responding exactly that way back. 
because we all go through this conditioning as a kid where, you know, I grew up in a very religious, some would say cold, conservative type way. So there's a lot of deconditioning that has to go through that. And I realize I'm still holding on to some of that. But I've also realized I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, fuck that. That is not the life I want to live. I know that I'm here for something so much bigger. And I was given the gifts that I was given to not play small because of the way that I was raised. I was given those gifts to show up big in spite of that and on the other side of that to help people do the same thing. Yeah, Michelle, I feel like you've already or you are working through or you're just like on the other side of that whole, this is what I had to do. This is who I had to be. I feel like you're past that. Like it doesn't even need to be dug into at all. I think now it's just like, okay, how can I fully step into the acceptance of what I want to say, fully own what I want to say, because the version of you that I'm seeing online, not different than who I'm seeing right now, but this person is potent. This person has power. This person has beliefs and they have standards. They hold other people to their own standards. Like, where's the truth of that in your content? Because that realness, I swear, is going to bring people forward. It's not about the high level language. It's like, this is who I want to be sitting with. This is who I am. This is who you are. And I'm going to speak to that. Yeah, no, you're right. As far as the stuff from the past, I felt like a distinct shift past it. I was like, oh, that's not even my truth anymore. Like that's just something that was history. And I am on the other side of it, but you can still see the shadow of it kind of hanging out in the peripheral. I'm like, oh no, I got to remind myself on a regular basis, which is why I intentionally put myself in spaces with people who are the energetic frequency like you, because I'm like, oh, they're bold. They're cutting through the bullshit. They're just showing up in their full truth in their own way. And that's what I desire and intend to create in my own little space here for people. Yeah. So how would you feel if you just let those pieces of you that are trying to come through, that want to come through, that you haven't fully let out of the cage, that everyone's telling you like, that's a thing, you should talk about that. What would it feel like on the other side of that, actually putting those things out there? Oh my God. So freeing, so empowering. To be honest, I'm kind of, excitedly scared of that version of me because I'm like, holy shit, I can't even imagine living that boldly and freely. Like I want it. I desire it. I can see it. But it's like, oh my God, what's it really going to be like? (laughs) What's it going to do to my life, my everyday life? (laughs) Right. That's a whole nother layer of it. What's it going to do to my everyday life? Two things come through. What is my capacity to hold moving forward? Like how much can I hold is coming through maybe that you're feeling? I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like if I step into this, it might mean X, Y, Z, which could be more than I have to hold it energetically. Or it could be like fear of change, or it could be fear of success, which also coincides with holding more, more responsibility, more success. Yeah, I think it's actually a combination of all of those things. Honestly, I truly feel like it's less of that I'm afraid that I can hold that capacity because I know that I have so much capacity when I'm doing the thing that I love. And in that I'm plugged in, like there's no end to that. Where I think the fear comes in is the everyday reality outside of my business and who I am with my business because it's not just a business, it's me. But then, you know, you have other things that go on in life. And I think a situation that I'm going through right now is I realize I have the luxury of spending so much time within my own space doing what I like. But I recently had a friend who 
her husband passed and she has no family out here. So I've become her person, which has taken me out of my bubble that I've created for myself. And I'm experiencing some serious burnout and a little bit of like, this sucks not being able to put all of my time and energy into my love, my baby that I've created and I am creating and intend to go so much bigger with. So I think there's a little bit of fear, or anxiety around, oh God, I forgot there's all this other real world stuff that goes on <laughs> that I have to be able to balance and that I can't be in a 24-7 bubble all of the time. But I think that that's just like a temporary, hey, you're moving along the path and the universe is like, let me throw a little thing in here. So you have an opportunity to learn how to continue to maneuver and balance everything so you can continue to up level no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah. It totally impacts how you're operating in your world. And I feel like it goes back to your values, right? You ask yourself, yeah. like, what do I value, especially in exactly. this season of life? Like if I value that type of support and connection for a friend, it's top of my priority list. So I make it a priority. And where does that fall on the list? But beyond that, back to what we were talking about, you're afraid of, correct me if I'm wrong, how the outside is going to experience you in this boldness. What is that? I think the fear of how other people are going to receive me. Mm-hmm. I think that was more of an issue before. I don't think I'm as afraid of what other people are going to think of me anymore. I think it's me. Like I feel selfish making this my full priority. Because even with my friend right now, I feel a little bit of selfishness because I feel a little resentful that I'm having to take as much time away because nobody else is stepping up, blah, 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 all the stories or whatever. I mean, the shifts that I've made so far where I've I'm tired of talking about stuff that's going to make people comfortable. I'm here to talk about things a little bit differently. And I think that that happened because I just stopped caring as much what other people think. I don't know. I'm not totally clear on that. I know that there are some things to figure out with that. Just not clear on it totally. Yeah, because you mentioned selfishness around taking so much time. So I wonder where there might be an element of caretaking in your life where you've maybe overgiven so much. But without digging back into the past, I feel like you could kind of land with just that conversation. It does feel like it's something internal to you that's stopping you from fully stepping into this. Is there an identity, like a part of you that you're holding on to or something that you're afraid is going to shatter when you move into this next version of who you are? Because you're mentioning the outside influences and then you mentioned that it's something maybe internally with yourself, that it's selfish. You're not sure how the world's going to kind of respond to it. Because that's kind of what it is. You know, you step into this new realm and suddenly it's like, I'm kind of a new person. Well, I find myself leading myself a lot different. Like the conversations that I have with myself when I start to feel the selfishness come up and I'm like, am I feeling selfish because I feel like I should feel selfish because I'm putting so much time into it. But then I remember the whole reason I'm doing this other than the fact that this is just who I'm here to be. But I have a vision for the life that I'm creating for myself and my partner down the line. And that involves me stepping in no hold bar into this full expanded version of me in order to create that reality. But I'm not playing that role in my life right now. I'm kind of the taker right now. He's the giver but I'm working to have that role reversal so he can then retire and I'm the one that's stepping into that role. So I think that there's probably some fear with that identity shift. I don't know. I feel like I should feel selfish or feel bad for things or I should play small, but 
on the other hand, I'm at this point where I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot of shoulds. So obviously the most simple answer would be watch yourself for the shoulds as they come through during the day. But literally, I just think it's one of those things you try on like a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, let me try on this bold self who is very much me, but try it on for size. See how it feels for a week, two weeks, whatever it is. And I also feel like the response that you're going to get is going to be so much greater because it's going to be the truth of you. It's not going to be the watered down version. It's going to be you boldly speaking into this. And maybe you'll have to do some identity work along the way. But I think honestly, forgetting about digging into all the things that we were just talking about, like forget everything we just talked about and just focus on me boldly stepping in, saying what I want to say, the things that I've been holding back that you literally told me. And seeing how it feels. And then if identity work needs to happen, then it's something to address. But I'm not a fan of digging and shadow work when it's not a shadow work season. So now is not a shadow work season. And I feel like you can just take this and freaking run with it. See where it leads and then recalibrate. Just narrow focus. Yeah. Do you think strategically wise, the way that I have it scaffolded at this point with the side note that I reserve the right to change my mind whenever the fuck I want to. (laughs) Um, Is that supportive in a way of being able to move people through a particular experience with me and a realistic goal to be able to create a sustainable business, like a really abundant business? So you mean with the structure that you have, like strictly from the masculine structure of your offers or what? Yeah, the way that I have it where people can move through on their own with the lower level stuff. And then I'll have that signature program that I can run three-ish times a year. And then ultimately, what I really want to do is just have people in higher ticket one-on-one containers where I'm in their back pocket. (laughs) I'm laughing because, oh my God, that sounds so bougie to just be like, oh, I just want to be on the person's speed dial for when something's happening. I want to have someone. I, that's exactly what I want. I mean, I don't blame you. What do you think the answer to that question is? I think now it feels good, but it could change in the future. I just don't want to be outputting my energy and things that just seem like such a waste and taking me away from what I'm ultimately. But I feel like after this conversation, if I just shift my conversations to what I actually desire to be talking about, it'll answer itself. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, many genocide, like you have the energy and the excitement of multiple things. And that's just the natural rhythm of it, right? But there's so many ways that this business can work. And so the way that's going to work the best is the one that feels the best for you and where you have the most energy input and the energy to give. And then there's some refinement within that that can happen on a strategic level, right? Of course, like refining your offer, your message and how it works together. But Start where you are now, like what feels good for you now, because then you can move with that, allow it to either grow and scale or take pieces of it, get rid of the rest, move it to something new or scrap it all together. But right now it's like, what's that aliveness wanting to come out of me? And how can I follow that in the moment instead of thinking a billion steps ahead? Yeah. Being more in the moment, rolling with it as it comes. Yeah, because to me, that structure sounds great, but it only sounds great if it's great for you. Yeah, it feels good for me. Even though it's not what brings me joy to have those just foundational pieces, I know that they're really essential for people to have in order for me to be able to serve them the way that I desire to serve them. And I feel totally good about creating that for them. Or 
you know, saying, hey, this is a great person to give you those foundational pieces. But I'd like to at least have it in my voice. So if they desire to have it in my energy and my voice, and that's what resonates with them, then I have that available for them. But it's like a one and done. Let me create this one time and then I can have that off my plate. So then I can play where I want to play. That's exactly it, right? We all come from backgrounds that are like corporate or other business related backgrounds where we're being told what to do every day. We do it, no question. But then when it comes to our business and there's actually work involved and things that maybe we don't necessarily want to do in the moment, but we know it's going to help us. It's like, what's the difference between alignment and resistance? Because you desire to have this thing for your people, but it kind of sucks right now. We don't throw it away. Just like fucking get it done. And then we move on. You're going to be so happy after you do it. It's going to be there. You're going to have it forever. Like add to it, subtract from it. Oh, I totally already feel happy, even though it's like, oh man, I hate having to do this stuff so much, but I already feel happy knowing that it's going to be there. (laughs) I can just be like, nope, it's there. I don't have to output my energy towards it anymore. Let's get you ready to then come into my world and let's work some magic together. (laughs) Love it. Perfect. Thank you so much. That was so welcome. Do you feel complete in that? Absolutely. Okay, cool stuff. Ruthie. Do you have any questions? I don't have any questions. I'm in the learning zone right now, just learning so much from all of you. And it was really helpful clarifying what high level means because I'm like, I'm not high level. I'm a baby in my business, but spiritually, emotionally, and all those things. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So just learning those terms and hearing how you break it down was really helpful. Sweet. Okay, well, I know I'm going to see you in Strategy Crew, so I'll talk to you soon. Nadia, do you have any other last night thoughts? Can you just tell us what like a month of working with you looks like? So it depends, right? Because I have my three-month or six-month one-to-one. Mm-hmm. So I don't do one-month coaching typically. Okay. But what I do have is three months of Telegram only. So that is obviously just strict Monday to Friday. And it's like you and I in Telegram, if you have Voxer, you know, you know how magic it is, how close it is and connected it is. It's just one of my favorite places to be. So Voxer only three months, that's 5k painful or three payments of 1750. And then no matter what, for three months or for six months, my one-to-one price is 2,500 per month. So it doesn't change based on three or six. One-on-one. Yeah, with one-on-ones, we have our two 60-minute calls. You get access to all my resources. You can join any of the groups I make, all of my trainings that I have, like literally everything. And then we talk every day, basically, Monday to Friday. Cool. Okay. One more question. Yeah. Is it me that didn't take enough time to study your profile? Or is it actually that you don't show up there in like entire magic like you did here? To me, I have been in a stage where my projectorness has wanted to sit and chill. And I've wanted to just be in groups like this where I can support people in the way I love supporting people without having to be there all the time on social media. That's the season that I'm in right now where... A lot of my conversations are happening in the back end and I'm not marketing things. I'm not selling anything. And so it's very chill right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I just jumped in because I happened to see, right? But you surprised me. I didn't expect to experience what I did. You know what? I promise you, you are not the first person to say that to me. (laughs) It's probably 
every other client that comes into my world that's constantly like, holy fuck, you blow me away. That is me being confident because it's true. Absolutely. So the thing is that, because I never said what I do in my work, right? What I stand for. I freaking make sure as a guardian, people like you are actually seen and heard, not just in private containers, but like there. Because if not for this invitation, if I didn't happen to be here now to experience this here, to be honest, if it wasn't such an easy enter, like one free thing, I don't know if I would have jumped in. I jumped in out of like curiosity and I even had to cancel something today to be able to be here. Otherwise I thought, oh, I don't know. But then I thought, okay, no, I'll come. But imagine how much time, I guess, you could have saved yourself and how much service you could have given others to actually know what you are if they didn't have to wait until they got into your containers and just experienced it from your Instagram at least once, like a few blueprints in there. I almost feel like, why is this not happening there live now? So others could see that as well. Yeah, I appreciate your feedback. And you know what? If you go back, like, you'll see. The way that I operate is the way that I operate. And now I've created my podcast. And so that's going to be a whole new channel for me to like, all right, hear okay. my voice and bring people on. And I waited so long to do it. And now it feels so good for me. So that's kind of the area that I've gone. But you know, I've been coaching for three years. I really know mm-hmm. what the fuck I'm doing. But there's just certain things I don't subscribe my energy to anymore. Things happen behind the scenes with me. So social media is just one avenue. A lot of it is conversation, connections referrals but yeah i so appreciate that and thank you for witnessing me and my magic you are actually really really cool i really appreciate you that means a lot to me really does i feel like you do that a lot in your stories though too the way that you're showing up here i see you do it in your stories all the time and that's just why i have to keep coming back because she just drops these golden nuggets there's no bullshit it's just here's what it is And if you're my people, you're going to take it. If you're not, then obviously, you know, but you show up that way so boldly in your stories, whether you're actually talking or whether it's the ones that you put the words behind the pictures of you, your energy is still coming through so authentically and boldly through that. The energy does indeed. And that was like draw me in. But still, like, I can't leave behind the surprise, you know, because energy is one and mastery is the other. So what I've witnessed is the actual mastering. And I had no clue that that was something that I would meet here today. You know, I was expecting definitely something amazing, but still. I will take those words so to heart. And I will definitely think about ways that I can spray my magic even more around. So I appreciate that feedback. Hey, Nadia. Yeah. Do you watch stories? Sometimes. I'm in love with rap stories. Like there are three people whose stories... I watch like for the past couple months. <laughs> this is one of them. So much value. And that's just my feedback. I literally sit and wait. I get so much free support. Like I feel like you're supporting me from afar, even though it's not directly for me. Literally my goal always. So I love you. So helpful. Love you so much. Oh, just a little love fest. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That's really nice to hear. It really heals my projector soul. I give my value to myself. But if you know about human design, you know, projectors and recognition is kind of a thing. So thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. So I'll be around. DM me. Talk to me. Let me know if you want to talk about what goes on behind the scenes and my offer is totally cool. But otherwise, I think we should do that get real chat and we can go from there.